Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, and whatever part of the day you're in. I sure do appreciate y'all joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. For those of y'all that continue to share the podcast and tell others about it, promote it individually, I'm incredibly grateful for that. Word of mouth is by far the best way that the podcast grows. So, I don't think I have much of anything else right now. Still debating on whether to slaughter a couple of our own hens for Thanksgiving. We'll see. Need to get the tom back, obviously. Uh, Just hopefully one that doesn't attack my wife and girls or put them out far enough that they don't mess with them. At any rate, we're going to take a break for a couple days, as much as I kind of don't want to. The problem with this podcast is I've gotten into it. I'm sure y'all can think of quite a few as I say that out there. Some of y'all that are more critical of it more so than others, but there's so many topics that are so imperative. So many different subjects, different angles to attack, take, that everything seems like a top priority. There's a few every once in a while that I don't feel quite as strongly on, but that's mostly because of my own ignorance more than on the subject than anything else. But So these these Thanksgiving podcasts that we've started, uh, we do this each year, and I'll say again, just real quickly, if you've got anybody in the homeschooling community or public education, if they can get away with it or uh, private education that you think might be interested in this, please pass it on to them. But it's, it's so incredibly important, but, but we're going to take a break for a couple of days from it and talk about voting. This seemed appropriate considering we're about to vote. And so I think if I've done my timing right, this is probably going to be about two two days worth of podcasts, so we'll see. And we're going to see what some of our founders had to say about voting and the responsibilities. Sam Adams, considered the father of the American Revolution, signer of the Declaration of Independence, in 1781 said about voting, Let each citizen remember at the moment he is offering his vote that he is not making a present or a compliment to please an individual, or at least that he ought not to do so, but that he is executing one of the most solemn trusts in human society, for which he is accountable to God and his country. Sadly, today, for a large percentage of the country, voting has become about what am I going to get out of the deal? 
What are you going to give me? What, and the left has done such a great job of this by identity politics, separating people into groups based on race or ethnicity or class or gender or whatever, whatever you want to talk about, whichever group. So that for more and more people, the question when they vote becomes not what's best for the country. And before that, what would God want me to do? Which those two have to go hand in hand. You can't have something that's good for the country that goes against what God says. So saying the same thing. But that's not the that's not the goal of most people. Most people, nah, I shouldn't say most, but a large number of people go to the polls today with the idea of, what are you going to do for me? What are you going to do for my little group here? For my people? Because that's what the left has really managed to do by hyphenating Americans is we're no longer Americans first and everything else after that. We belong to our own little group first. And then maybe, really probably not, then we might be Americans. But only, we're only, I can't not, this just popped in my head. Two first ladies ago, we had a first lady when her husband got elected that said she was proud of her country for the first time. It's hard for me to imagine much that sums up the selfish, arrogant, conceited attitude that we see so often today. If you've never been proud of America throughout her history, you either don't know our history and heritage. Or you've got, huh, I don't even know, some level of narcissism or something. It escapes me. I got way off track, folks. Adam says here, though, that the point is we're accountable to God and to our country, to our future generations for the way that we vote. And this isn't just true in the main elections. It's true in the primaries, maybe even more so today. And when you've been overseas, one of the things that I do have I can bring back to the table from overseas is when people get the ability to vote to affect elections, really affect them, the emotion that they feel that they have is overwhelming with that ability. And today, we can't even often get the percentages of people that actually can vote that come out and vote are horrific. Absolutely horrific. It's disgraceful. And then an even smaller percentage actually come out with the idea that they're accountable to God and the country later on in their voting decisions. We go, well, I'm just whoever looks good to me. 
whatever sign I saw last, that's who I'm going to vote for. That, that sounds good. Or, well, which party? Oh, well, they belong to that party. Well, they must be good. And I'm just going to vote straight ticket for that party. John Jay, our first Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. So important, this quote. We use it so often. Providence has given to our people the choice of their rulers. And it is the duty as well as the privilege and interest of our Christian nation to select and prefer Christians for their rulers. So our first Chief Justice of the Supreme Court is telling you, if you're not going to the poll, selecting first and foremost based on duty and privilege, whether that candidate follows the principles of Jesus Christ, you're wrong. You can get mad at me if you want. That is my opinion, so that's fine. But right now, I'm just reading what he said, our first Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. If you go to the polls and you vote, and you don't choose men who are followers, who follow the principles of Christ, you're wrong. You're hurting your country. You're hurting your children and your grandchildren. You're hurting the world. And that was the guy. I mean, our founders, again, the fact that we listen to people today and ignore what our founders said. You know, we did a podcast a couple weeks ago, I think, talking about a quote by Thomas Jefferson when he was briefing one of the Supreme Court nominees when he was president, saying everything goes back to the original intent. What was the intent at the time of founding? And yet today we want to listen to all these people that claim to know things that go directly against what our founders said. Directly against them. Unbelievable. A couple quotes not really tied to voting. Uh, at least the voting part is not in the quote, but I think they're phenomenal. John Adams, the Bible is the most Republican book in the world. Benjamin Rush, I have always considered Christianity as the strong ground of republicanism. Noah Webster, our citizens should early understand that the genuine source of correct Republican principles is the Bible. So these three men here um, outshine anybody pretty much that you're going to hear today as far as dedication to the country. Uh, uh, That's an opinion, my opinion. But what I'm trying to get across is These men cared deeply about the country. They knew what they were talking about, unlike so many today. And each one of them, in different ways, said that if you want the republic to survive, you've got to turn to God and the Bible and Jesus Christ. And and so it's no wonder that the left wants to separate the Bible out of all of our institutions because they know they can't get rid of our republic unless they get rid of the Bible and God. And because that is the goal, whether they admit that or not in their heart, the goal is to destroy the American Republic. You have to separate the Republic from the Bible. And it becomes so clear when you go back and read these. And so when we go to vote, it's obvious the more you delve into it, that if we don't choose Christians, people that follow the principles of Jesus Christ for our rulers, 
that we're weakening our republic. Those two go hand in hand. And so the more we can separate our children through education, particularly culture also, but the more we can separate our future generations from God and the Bible and Jesus Christ, the better chance that they'll go to the polls and vote for what somebody's going to give them, as opposed to remembering that they're accountable to God and Jesus Christ and the future of the country for their votes. So you see how all this ties together. You, you see how the more we focus on entertainment, on TV, phones, social media, Netflix, Amazon, Prime, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Facebook, whatever it is, Twitter, doesn't matter. The more we have sports, athletics, running up and down the road, watching hours and hours and hours of football and volleyball and basketball, baseball, softball, the more we do all those things, the more time that takes away from us and our ability to pay attention to God first, our marriage second, and then our country, and to look at the candidates and see which ones we really ought to be voting for because we're giving all our time away to entertainment. There's nothing wrong with entertainment in and of itself, folks, but when it becomes all-consuming, when we're spending tens, dozens of hours on entertainment and we can't seem to squeeze in 15 or 30 minutes on God or our spouse or worrying about, you know, maybe looking up a chart that talks about the values of who we're voting for, the different candidates. There's a lot wrong with that, and, and that's why we're where we are today. Noah Webster, again, called the schoolmaster of America, or the schoolmaster to America. When you become entitled to exercise the right of voting for public officers, let it be impressed on your mind that God commands you to choose for rulers just men who will rule in fear of God. Exodus 18.21 the preservation of a Republican government depends on the faithful discharge of this duty. If the citizens neglect their duty and place unprincipled men in office, the government will soon be corrupted. Laws will be made not for the public good so much as for selfish or local purposes. Corrupt or incompetent men will be appointed to execute the laws. The public revenues will be squandered on unworthy men, and the rights of the citizens will be violated or disregarded. If a Republican government fails to secure public prosperity and happiness, it must be because the citizens neglect the divine commands and elect bad men to make and administer the laws. Folks, if this doesn't scream to you for about the past, <clears throat> oh geez, I don't even know how many decades, it should. The preservation of a Republican government depends on the faithful discharge of this duty. Choosing rulers, our public officers, just men who will rule in the fear of God. That's what Noah Webster said schoolmaster to America. You see again how all this is tied together? Voting, Republic, God, Jesus Christ, education, marriage, family, 
It's all, you can't unlink it, folks. It's inexorably linked together. Those ties can never be broken. And so if, if one suffers, if we destroy one, we're destroying them all. And this is why the left has pushed so violently to get away from God. Because that's the linchpin. That's what holds everything together is God. And if we don't elect these rulers, John Jay, it's our duty and privilege to elect Christians in this Christian nation for our leaders. Noah Webster, schoolmaster of America, teaching children, teaching children not to pass a test, not to give them all these accommodations and do-overs and redos and retests and all these, not to teach modern new ways because the old ways are too boring, but to teach our children in such a way that they become productive citizens. And in this, this particular vein, citizens who regard God and elect men who fear God. If the citizens neglect their duty and place unprincipled men in office, the government will soon be corrupted. Laws will be made not for the public good so much as for selfish or local purposes. Corrupt or incompetent men will be appointed to execute the laws the public revenues will be squandered on unworthy men and the rights of citizens will be violated or disregarded. That is without a doubt where we have gotten to today, folks. And it's because we chose not to elect principal Christian men as rulers. And you can take that that's why our school system is in a mess, because we've taken, this is the schoolmaster of America talking, schoolmaster to America. We've taken God out of the classroom. This is the reason why. We've taken God out of our individual lives, out of our families. That's why the marriages are crumbling. Men and women don't know how to act toward each other, relate toward each other. We're not electing Christian rulers, leaders. You can see it if you're willing to open your eyes and listen. And the solution is obviously turn back to God. That's the only solution, and it is a great solution. We're going to go through some more quotes. Sure do appreciate y'all joining me. Give me a little bit of your time. For those of y'all that continue to support over on Patreon, thank you so much. I'm incredibly grateful for your support and encouragement, sharing the podcast, your financial support. It means a lot. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless America. Remember this when we vote, folks. We'll talk to y'all again real soon. Looking forward to it.